Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year, I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year. No matter how successful, fulfilled and happy we are, and the truth is that sometimes we're not, we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be. Following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness. Oftentimes, following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light. And when we do, we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this mortal body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that with a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. Good morning, Intuitive Pool community. It's Saturday morning here, Saturday the 23rd of December. I've just been out for a run and I have come back home inspired to create this podcast episode for you. This podcast episode was actually catalyzed by an observation that I had this morning when I was running and it was that I've had several people say to me in the last little while how do you do everything that you do you know like I have a really full life I've got a a boy my son Joel just finished year 12 his HSC I've got my daughter she just finished year six she's going to go into high school next year I've got a big social life I've got at my work, which I absolutely love. I look after, not at home, but I absolutely look after my 89-year-old mom. I travel. And people say to me, several people have said to me recently, how do you do it all? And it sounds like as if their perception of me is that every single moment of my day is filled with action and it's not. In fact, I give myself a lot of space. Uh, I've said this many times before. I normally don't have sessions on Mondays. Mondays are my tuning in days and meditating and writing and sometimes podcasting days. And then most of the time I don't have client sessions before 11 o'clock because from the time that the kids have gone to school around 9 o'clock to 11 is when I meditate. I, whether that mean that I go for a walk, whether that mean that I'm sitting, you know, with my eyes closed in meditation position, <laughs> that space is for myself where I get really present. And most of the time, I also don't have sessions on Fridays. So it just got me thinking this morning that there were a few things that I wanted to speak to you to 
I guess have you be behind the scenes with me as to why I am able to hold so much and I'm able to do it in a way that doesn't overwhelm me most of the time. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I'm never overwhelmed because there are times that I am. And yeah, certainly in the last few weeks, there have been moments that I have felt unfocused because there has been so many different places for my attention to be, you know, with, as I said, with my son finishing school and so much holding there and now my daughter finishing school and I went away with um, 13 mums last weekend for three days. So I definitely felt this week moments of feeling unfocused and coming back into focus when I meditated. But most of the time I do feel really spacious. So here are some of the reasons why I feel that spaciousness. I operate from my intuition and knowing. This podcast is called The Intuitive Pool. When we operate from our intuition and knowing, it's really efficient. It's really efficient. It bypasses a whole lot of the things that we think we need to do in order to have the thing that we want. Now, how am I able to operate from my intuition and knowing? Well, I do a lot of work on myself to make sure that my house is clean, to make sure that my energy is clear and focused and coming from the right source, coming from love, coming from love versus fear, coming from love versus belief systems of unworthiness, powerlessness, not good enoughness, distrust, etc. The Mondays that I give to myself, the mornings that I give to myself, the Fridays that I give to myself are those moments where I am turning inwards and becoming present with myself and connecting with myself and cleaning up what needs to be cleaned up. That doesn't mean that I'm always cleaning up. It also means that I'm listening. This morning when I went for a run, you know, I listen and I received something, something that has just started to open up a vision that has not been in my focus for many years and certainly not in the way that it's arriving now. And I actually stopped whilst I was running and voice recorded a message to Alex, if you're listening, uh, because it's through her that this new vision has just started to peek through the clouds. And I will now presence that and see if it wants to go anywhere. So the reason why I have so much space in my life is because I operate from intuition and knowingness. And how I do that is by spending and committing, that's the word committing, and I'm going to speak to that in a moment, actually, on another on another subject. I commit to making sure that my vessel is clear and clean. And if it's not, well, I take responsibility and I do the work and I become free. And I also listen. I listen. I wrote a Substack article yesterday. I was really fired up, actually. 
had a beautiful breakfast with my one of my best friends, Meg, in the morning, and we had such an awesome conversation. And it was one of those conversations that really, really fed both of us. I know that, you know, she messaged me last night and said that she, on her drive home, that a lot of things landed for her. And I wrote this Substack article and uh, it was very much, it began actually before we had breakfast. It began whilst I was at home getting ready and I started becoming present. There we go again. And a piece of writing started to arrive. So I started to write the heading and the subheading and the first paragraph. And then the conversation that we had um, over breakfast really fueled it. So I want to speak to some pieces that I wrote on my Substack newsletter, that's really, really important. So this year, you know, this year was themed the breakthrough year and it's really been a very deeply honest and inner examination of that premise, not only for myself, but also with all of my clients. And, you know, we've been asking ourselves where have, well, I'll speak to myself. I'll speak about it in the first person. Where have I been creating drama? And what has been the cause of that? And where have I been creating abundance in all the things that matter the most to me? And what has been the cause of that? And what has freed me from the drama so that never, ever happens again? We've had a really acute eye for detail and nuance this year, you know, peeling back more layers of the onion. But for people who have been doing this kind of work for a while, it's the subtleties that we get into rather than those big aha moments. And I can honestly tell you it's been so well worth it. This year has been a game changer year. It's shifted timelines and realities into much greater freedom, greater peace, greater wellness, a more crystallized purpose. As I just shared with you before, there are new visions that are opening up and more authentic expression and more wealth. And most importantly, it's been a year of getting off the loop cycle of pain and suffering. The way that we've been doing that, you would have heard me speak about this on the podcast, it really has been a year of going into our blind spots. It's really been a year of going into what has been in the shadows that have been sitting there unseen that have been having an impact on our lives and creating thresholds on how powerful, how loving, and how deserving we can be. In the spirit of this particular podcast, you know, how can I hold so much? Well, here is an example. I've been doing the work in order to have a clean vessel. This is a big reason why I have so much space in my life and I hold so much. I know that we are either creating abundance in all the things that matter to us, or we're creating drama. There is no gray area. I've spoken about this premise on this podcast before, and I'm reminding you again. And it's been an interesting energy that's been moving through me this week. Very direct energy and a no apology type messaging energy very direct energy. And I'm going to speak from this direct energy here on this podcast, because if you nail this, this is what allows you to 
experience a really full life, a really joyful life, a really peaceful life, a life full of achievement in all the things that matter the most to you without, you know, the hard work, without busting your guts. I certainly don't want to bust my guts. And, you know, from this place of spaciousness, that is the premise of this particular episode. We don't just create abundance through mere awareness and intention. This is really important. We create abundance and that spaciousness, from that spaciousness, I should say, by getting our hands dirty in the soil of commitment, consistency, and by being rigorous and disciplined with our thoughts, with our emotions, with our decisions, and with our behaviours. You can't just go and become aware and have intention to experience this thing that you so want to experience simply through awareness and intention. We have to get our hands dirty in the soil of commitment. We have to commit to it. We have to commit to living from love. We have to be consistent with ourselves to making sure that our energy is coming from love and not fear, and not unworthiness, and not distrust, and not powerlessness, etc. We have to be rigorous, and we have to be disciplined with our thinking, with our emotions, with not allowing ourselves to go and react with our decisions and with our behaviors. I said on this Substack article, look, I get it, we're all human, like, of course, we're going to react to things, like we're human. And I react also, of course I do. But most of those reactions aren't going to really matter, but some reactions do. And, you know, reactions that cause chaos, they, I feel like swearing here, they fucking matter. Reactions that cause separation and disconnection, they fucking matter. Reactions that cause disease, bloody hell, they matter. Reactions that cause war with ourselves and with each other, they fucking matter. And reactions of malice created to hurt, they fucking matter. And if we are not getting our hands dirty in the soil of commitment and consistency and by being rigorous and disciplined disciplined with our thoughts and our emotions and our decisions and our behaviours, we're going to be reacting all over the place. And life will be full of chaos in that instance and the contrast of what the premise of this particular podcast episode is. I can't get any clearer than that. For people who have been doing the work, if you want to live a life of joy and peace and fulfillment and love and a life where you feel like, you know, when it comes time to take your last breath, that you feel like that was a life well lived. You have to get your hands dirty in the soil of commitment, consistency, rigor, and discipline, full stop. And I'm calling you out. If you're not getting your hands dirty, if you're not taking responsibility for the awareness that you've received, I'm calling you out. And I'm calling you out from a place of very fierce love for you because that's what I want for you, but only you can give that to yourself. So when we're stuck in the pain and suffering loop cycle, there is an inconsistency 
of peace, of joy, of health, of wellness, of fulfillment, of connection. There is an inconsistency and you are stuck on the pendulum swing of failure and success, of wellness and and disease, of connection and disconnection and chaos. You've got to get your hands dirty to get out of that pain and suffering loop cycle. Now, here are some ways that you can do that. The pain and suffering loop cycle prevails when we are more committed to our identity and our wounding than who we really are. And I see it all over the place. I really do. I see, especially in this personal growth industry, I see so many people committed to their wounding. And examples of that are when people set up their relationships and life circumstances so that all those belief systems of not good enoughness and unworthiness and unlovability, et cetera, they get proven right because they are addicted to the healing aspect of their wounding. And when we are addicted to the healing aspect of our wounding, we keep our focus there. And when we keep our focus there, our energy and focus are on, are on a never-ending repetitive soundtrack. It's just the way it is. And when we also believe, so we also get stuck in the pain and suffering loop cycle, when we also believe that pain and suffering are the only catalyst to growth, to freedom, to peace and joy. Again, I see it all over the place. When people believe that the pain, that pain and suffering are the only catalyst, I have to suffer, I have to experience pain for me to grow. That is not true. It is true for a moment in time for sure but it is not the only catalyst to growth. And back to calling people out on those who have had a good level of self-awareness but, you know, still react all over the place, there's also a laziness there. Again, laziness is in contrast to getting our hands dirty in the commitment and the consistency and the rigour and discipline that we must have around our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviours and our decisions. You know, the sacred leaders that I've been working with this year, we have been getting our hands dirty over and over again. And they have a clean house. We're completing the year. We had two days in Manly together a few weeks ago. Their house is clean. And because their house is clean, amazing things are happening in their life right now. From feeling peace, from feeling joy, from feeling on purpose, to the external stuff. You know, one person had four new clients turn up in the last month. Another person had an intention this year of really getting the practical side of their lives from a purpose-driven place in alignment this year. And she really does. She's in alignment with her purpose. She's got amazing work happening. She's got work that she didn't expect to happen, happen. There are so many different examples that I could give you, and that's not the point of this podcast, so I won't go there, all to say that when we get our hands dirty and we really commit and we're consistent and we're rigorous and we're disciplined, our house gets cleaned and amazing stuff happens. I'm going to end this episode by saying to you that I'm going to actually summarize. Let me just summarize this podcast episode by saying that and going back to the beginning of the premise of this episode, that the reason why I'm able to hold so much 
from a place of spaciousness is because of all the reasons that I've just told you, but particularly this. You know, I made a non-turnbackable decision. I made it in 2002 that I was going to live from a place of love rather than my unworthiness and my unlovability. It was a non-turnbackable decision. And my life circumstances at that time were pretty shitty. They were full of chaos. And I became aware of my unworthiness that created that version of reality. I became aware of my beliefs of being unlovable that created that version of reality. And I made a non-turnbackable decision that I was not going to live from that place. It's not to say that that unworthiness and that unlovability left my life completely in that moment. No, I continue to bring up deeper layers of that. I did a lot of work around that this year, but it was a non-turnbackable decision and it changed everything. I'm surprised at the level of directness that I have gone into this episode with. I didn't feel that level of directness when I was running this morning. But it's what turned up and it's in service to you. And as we close the year and as Christmas comes and as the new year comes, you know, my wish for you is that you appreciate all that has occurred for you this year is that you appreciate all the decisions that have come from love for you this year. You really appreciate it. You really feel it in your heart. You really feel it in your heart. And you're also honest with yourself if there are places where you haven't got your hands dirty and you've been reacting, you've been operating from fear, you've been operating from distrust, you've been operating from unworthiness or unlovability or powerlessness, or not good enoughness, and you haven't honoured yourself, you haven't honoured your brothers and sisters, well, I hope my directness, my loving directness, has had an impact on you. Oh, there's so much energy going on in my body as I'm speaking this out right now. I really hope my loving directness has had a great impact on you. For you to, for you to pull your socks up, And let me be clear, this is not coming from a place of judgment. This is coming from a place of really being compelled for you on behalf of you. On that note, I love this community very much. I'm grateful for you all. And I wish you a beautiful holiday season. If I'm not back here again, inspired again to speak to you through this podcast. If you'd like to read that Substack article that goes into more detail than what I've spoken to on this podcast, I will leave the link to that in the show notes and I wish you a beautiful holiday and I will see you very soon. Ciao, ciao. Hey guys, if you love this podcast, I have two requests. Number one, sign up to the newsletter, which you can find in the show notes. Sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting. 
and I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you. So sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.